always serving a fresh cup of daily inspiration, Deanna Hobbs. Today's inspiration is to assure you that you are graced for this place. God has given you the grace to walk in these shoes. No matter how difficult your challenge, the Lord is with you and he has anointed you to make it through. So don't you worry about whether or not you'll come out of this victoriously. You already have the victory through Christ Jesus because of the work of the cross. Welcome to this, your March 30th, 2018 Good Friday edition of your Daily Cup of Inspiration podcast. My name is Deanna Hobbs, founder of Empowering Everyday Women Ministries, a 501c3 nonprofit organization that distributes free resources all around the world to help you grow in your faith and become everything God has destined you to be. I am broadcasting live from Empowering Everyday Women Ministry Studios in the city of Buffalo, New York. This is the day that the Lord has made. We will rejoice and be glad in it. It is 38 degrees and overcast here here in the Queen City, but the S-O-N is always shining, and I am rejoicing over the sacrifice of Jesus Christ. During this Holy Week, we have been reflecting on who Christ is to us and the completed work of the cross and what that means to us, and we're going to be talking about that today in a broadcast that I believe will really empower and inspire and uplift you, and I'm excited to share. Every single podcast you hear, it's available as a free resource to you. Go ahead and stream it and download it on iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher.com, Player.fm, Your Daily Cup of Inspiration.com. Also on my YouTube channel under Deanna Hobbs, D I A N N A H O B B S. When you go to YouTube and click that red subscribe button and turn on those notifications, every time a podcast is uploaded, you'll be among the first to know. Our Daily Cup family is a worldwide. I cannot imagine what God has in store for us, even in the years to come. He's already doing so many great things. I love to hear the testimonies about how the podcasts are blessing you. Some of you are just faithfully listening and sharing. And because of that, we are growing and the gospel of Jesus Christ is being spread globally. So thank you for your loyalty and being a part of our Daily Cut family. We're about to get started in this Good Friday podcast really quickly. But first, let's begin with a prayer. Father, in Jesus name, we come to you humbly today. We are so in awe of your grace and your love and your favor. Thank you for the sacrifice of Jesus Christ on the cross and how through him we are saved. God, as I share what you have placed in my heart today, word my mouth, anoint my lips that I may speak only what you speak and that the individual listening will be encouraged and strengthened in their faith. In Jesus name, we thank you. Amen. This morning I was thinking about something. The year was 1987 and it surrounds my husband Kenya and something that occurred in his life. He was a sophomore at Bennett High School. That's where we both graduated graduated from, but I never met him until years later. But he was a high school student there on the cross country team going to practice one afternoon. He was running in an affluent neighborhood in the city of Buffalo, wearing a Bennett High School track jacket, his hat and sweats. And suddenly there was this police car that came speeding down the street, right? When the car got to Kenya, it pulled into the driveway he was jogging toward, cutting him off. And the officer jumped out of the car and told him to get up against the hood. Kenya said he was startled, but he obeyed. The officer proceeded to pat him down. When Kenya asked the cop, well, what are you grabbing me for? What's going on? 
The cop didn't answer him. He just told him to get in the car. So there Kenya was in the back of the police car, not sure what was happening. He was just a little kid on the track team at high school. So the cop drove Kenya a block down and stopped. He then finally asked him, what's your name? Kenya Kenyatta Hobbs, he answered. Now, for some reason, the officer thought Kenya was lying. He asked him, you expect me to believe that? He then started cussing Kenya out, telling him, don't jerk my chain. That's not your name. And Kenya assured him that the name he said was authentic. So the officer began looking up Kenya's information. And that's when another police car pulled up. And the second officer asked the first officer, well, did you catch the guy? Why did you pick him up? Referring to Kenya, the first officer responded, well, because he fit the description, six feet, maybe 150, 180 pounds in black. By this time, Kenya was even more confused and asked again, well, what's going on? Why am I being detained? The first officer didn't answer him directly. He kept on explaining to the second cop that there was a break-in reported at one of the houses and he came over to the neighborhood. He saw this guy, Kenya, running up the street and grabbed him because he just so happened to be in the vicinity. And the first officer continued trying to confirm information with dispatch. And then the second officer heard a message over the radio. Apparently, the real perpetrator of this crime had been identified and the officers were alerted that Kenya was not the guy. After that, the first officer whipped the car over to the other side of the street, but this time he didn't cuss Kenya out. He let him out and told him, have a nice day, sir. And that was it. But Kenya said he was left terrified and really shaken up. He didn't know what to do. Should he keep practicing and running? Should he tell his mother? Should he just go home and cry? That had never happened to him before. And it was scary. He was a teenager. He told me the kids in the neighborhood, even after the cops let him out, they were looking at him strangely the way they would a crook. He felt like a criminal, he said, even though he hadn't done anything wrong. And that makes me think about Jesus on this Good Friday, who hadn't done anything wrong either, but still he was taken into custody. But unlike Kenya, Jesus wasn't released. Instead, he willingly gave himself over to the authorities and paid the debt for a crime he did not commit. Though he was innocent, perfect, and sinless, he took on our iniquity. Aren't you glad about it today? Isaiah 53, 5 says, but he was wounded for our transgressions. He was bruised for our iniquities. The chastisement of our peace was upon him and with his stripes. I get excited about that because of what he did in my body. We are healed. And so today I'm meditating on how incredible it is that Christ, who had the power to get up off the cross, laid down his life and submitted to death to redeem us back to God. Aren't you glad for God's grace? Aren't you excited that his grace never runs out? It's what keeps us in lean times and down times, seasons of sickness and affliction. Because his grace carries us, what should happen based on our negative situations and seasons is often averted by God's intervention. I can think of more than a few times when he has stepped in. He kept my mind when I should have lost it. He preserved my life when I should have lost it. He strengthened my faith when I should have lost it. One of my favorite scriptures is found in Isaiah 43 too. I want to read it to you in the New International Version. Here it is. When you pass through the waters, I will be with you. And when you pass through the rivers, they will not sweep over you. When you walk through the fire, you will not be burned. The 
flames will not set you ablaze. Isn't that awesome? It reminds you that what you're going through doesn't have power over you. You are protected and favored. God's grace sustains you through it all. You are graced for this place. The whole 43rd chapter of Isaiah is very encouraging. In fact, it is God's conversation with Israel during which he assures them that despite their waywardness, human failings and sin against the Lord, he was going to rescue them, bless and prosper them because he loved them just as he loves us. God is sending you the message that you are his prized possession, so much so that he gave his only son just for you. And that grace is now over your life. He chose you before the foundations of the world. So as you go through life and run into hardships, keep the cross in mind. Know that it is God's grace sustaining you. It is the unmerited favor of the Lord on your life. You don't have to be afraid, anxious, or intimidated by what comes against you in this world. Know that God will protect you, defend you, and make you an example to others of what it looks like to be loved by the Father and to be on the receiving end of his great love and amazing grace. To remind you that you are graced for this place you're in, no matter how rough the road, I'm stirring the words of the Apostle Paul found in 2 Corinthians 12, 9 into your cup of inspiration, which says, but he said unto me, my grace is sufficient for you, for my power is made perfect in weakness. Therefore, I will boast all the more gladly about my weaknesses so that Christ's power may rest on me. As you drink down the contents of your Good Friday cup, as we are grateful for the substitutionary sacrifice of Jesus Christ on the cross, be reminded that there is nothing that God won't carry you through. The sufficient grace of Jesus, the one that took your place to appease the wrath of God, is causing his surpassing grace to empower you, embolden you, and equip you to conquer everything coming against you. Others are going to look at you and wonder, how does she do it all? How does he keep it together? Why haven't they quit praying, trusting, and holding on? Why is it that they have a smile in the midst of adversity? Why do they keep declaring the promises of God when it looks like the word will never come to pass? Why haven't they lost their joy yet? Why isn't their peace gone? Why are they in their right mind? Why do they continue rejoicing despite losses, setbacks, grief, heartache, hardship, and pain? The next time somebody asks you a question like that, tell them it's the grace of God on your life. You are graced for this place because of the sacrifice of Christ. Were it not for the Lord, you wouldn't make it. You would be lost like a ship without a sail. His supernatural favor, though, is all on your life. That's how you're making it. Today, you've got a right to give the name of the Lord praise because of what Jesus did for you. You can stand firmly and know that you will not be defeated because of his grace. Now, let's pray. God, I pray for this, my sister, this, my brother. Thank you for the grace on their life. They should have lost their mind. They should have been gone already. They should have walked away and given up hope, but you have sustained and empowered and equipped them. Thank you for reminding them that you love them with an everlasting love. Thank you for the sacrifice of Jesus Christ and how they are healed by his stripes. I ask that today you touch and anoint them in a special way. Give them strength to conquer every adversity and help them to know that with you on their side, nothing shall be impossible to them. We glorify your name for you alone are worthy of our praise. In Jesus name. Amen. Your daily cup of inspiration podcast has been brought to you by empowering everyday women ministries where we help fuel your faith every day. For more information, log on to www.deannahobbs.com. 